Hello everyone and welcome to our Midweek Mavilla podcast. Uh, trust that you're all keeping well. Uh, we come together uh, to worship God through this half hour uh, and this uh, week we're going to be listening uh, to uh, an interview done uh, a little while ago uh, with myself and another elder in the church, uh, Leonard Francis. As we think about the question, could or can we lose our salvation? Uh, we're going to be thinking about uh, listening to that uh, in a little while. But let me read these words from 2 Samuel chapter 7 as we begin. These words, When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fellows, I will rise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your own body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. When he commits iniquity, I will discipline him, and with the rod, with the rod of men, with the stripes of the sons of men. But my steadfast love will not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away. From before you, and your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Through those words, we see God's everlasting promise. We recognize that David, the king of the Old Testament, would see other uh, of his sons uh, king over Israel, their reign being temporary. But then, as we look down the line of David, we recognize the promised one who would come from him, the one who would bring in the everlasting kingdom, the one uh, that uh, we can uh, be certain and sure about in all that we do. Let's come to God in prayer as we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together at uh, this time, recognising, Lord, your goodness and love to each one of us, and recognising, Lord, what it means to trust in you in all that we may do. And Lord, we recognise through these days of uncertainty, through these days, Lord, where many uh, things are happening, that we can continue to trust in you, to know, Lord, of your goodness and love in each one of us, and to know what it means, and to know of the certainty of your kingdom and your glory that is everlasting. And so, Lord, uh, we come together, recognising, Lord, your promises and thirsting for the things of you. To know, Lord, that you are the one who will guide and direct us. You are the one, Lord, who we can uh, have a real confidence in, no matter what we may face in life. Help us know that, Heavenly Father, in all that we may do. And, Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, we're going to uh, listen uh, to the interview now in a moment or two after our first item of praise. I will wait for you. Lord, from the depths I call to you. Lord,
places I will call Incline your ear to me and you And hear my cry for mercy, Lord Were you to count my sinful ways How could I come before your throne Yet full forgiveness meets my gaze I stand redeemed by grace alone I will wait for you, I will wait for you On your word, I will rely I will wait for you, surely wait for you Till my soul is satisfied Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Question Time. <laughs> In the hot seat this evening are Robert and Leonard, so we'll ask them to come up to the platform. And tonight's question is, can we lose our salvation? 
And the first question is for Leonard. And sorry, well, I, are we doing well, the, the? Will I start the clock? Yes. <laughs> 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 Leonard, can you tell us, can we lose our salvation, or what, what is meant by salvation, and what is meant by being saved? <laughs> well, I was reading in, in uh, Romans 3 and 23, and it says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we're, we're all lost and we needed a saviour. And salvation says that uh, we are redeemed, we are rescued from sin. And uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 17, it says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things pass away, behold, all things become new. And I can say I have experienced that. For I was a person who was never going to church, not even Sunday school when I was a boy. So I grew up not knowing the things of God and just uh, involved the things of the world. But there came a time when I really needed God. And uh, he spoke to me a couple of times but the last time when he spoke to me, I just couldn't sleep. And I went and spoke to my mother-in-law, who was a Christian, and I explained to her what was happening to me. And she said to me that God was speaking to me and not to turn him down. So that night when I went home, I was in bed sleeping. So I just got on my knees and asked to God to come in to change my life. Because I tried so many times and I'd always failed. And then that's, that scripture really means a lot to me, that... I don't no longer do the things that I used to do because I'm a new person in Christ. Okay, Robert, we're going to give the next one to you. And um, Ephesians 1 and verse 4 tells us we are chosen by God before the foundation of the world. And in Matthew 28 and verse 20, Jesus promises I will never leave you or forsake you. How then can we lose our salvation? Okay, um, so I think the way I would put this um, is that there's two things always working, and there's never going to be um, a set time when we say this is where um, somebody is saved and that's it. You know, I get the ticket to the... Um, the party, or I get a ticket to the concert, I'm not going to be there for the rest of my life. And in a way, part of the journey of faith is actually learning about what it means to be saved again and again and again. I, I remember somebody put it to me like this, the, the two things that the Bible shows us clearly is that God is all-knowing. He knows everything from the start to the end. But also God has given us as human beings free will. How do those two things go together? And the Bible doesn't show us how they go together. And probably the one thing that uh, somebody had shown me, the best illustration that I can put on it, is it's like train tracks. Two lines continuing, but they never meet. But they continue through. And I think that's the thing that 
Do you know, if you have a, a wonderful meeting with somebody, you've met somebody and you really get on well with them, and you see there's a connection there, how strange would it be that you never make any more contact with them? Mm. That part of you know, having a sense of um, salvation and acceptance in your life is that relationship has begun and it's started. Yeah. And we have that, we do have that sense of, do you know what? I'm ending that relationship. And yes, people will ask then, were you saved in the first place? And that's something that comes into it. Um, But I will come on to that. But it's that idea of salvation and the journey of faith as a relationship. And it's something that we need to continue on each day as well. Yeah, good. Leonard, back to you. How can we be sure that we are saved? And have you any further pieces of scripture that reassure you? Yeah, as we know as believers that God does not, does not tell lies. He keeps all his promises. And we're told that if we call upon the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. So I think that's a great encouragement to anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord. Okay, I'm going back to you, Robert. And um, Hebrews 5 and 6 warns against falling away. Um, I'm asking the question, were these people really saved in the first place? So the theme of the book of Hebrews is perseverance. And today what I was talking about with relationships, we, we don't just take that ticket or make that step and then stop walking. It's perseverance and we continue on. And that's the most important thing sometimes when we recognize what our salvation means, that we don't just stop. And there's many things that happen in people's lives where I have that moment and I think, I don't know if I can continue with this. But God's still working through those things as well. And maybe there is sometimes that we feel we're not actually walking with the Lord, yet the Lord is actually continuing to work through that person's life. It's not until they look back and they recognize that they were still journeying with the Lord, mm-hmm. even though they, they didn't feel it at that time. And I think that's a really important thing, that our salvation, our status with God doesn't depend on our feelings. Yeah. Right. It, it depends on what it means to be warm to the things of Him, or to continue to be coming out to church, to be among God's people to be actually hearing his words daily. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can remember, and I'm not saying this is happening now because I'm a minister in the church, but there's times I remember the most difficult thing to do in Sunday mornings was actually take that step to go to church. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have the opportunity to say I'm missing a Sunday now, okay? But the, the most difficult step sometimes is I, I, I need to be there. I need to be at church to take those steps to come. Yeah. And in a way, that's just saying, do you know what? I maybe feel the last thing in the world I want to do is to be in church. Mm-hmm. But actually, you know this is where, when you're here, you know this is, this is what you're meant to be doing, and this is what it means uh, to continue to journey. Mm-hmm. And I think there's things here in Hebrews in those chapters that you mentioned that we could speak all evening about, 
uh, the idea of defending against the hardening of your heart, yes. of actually recognizing the things that are not of God and don't let your heart be fed on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to recognize maybe there's things in your life that are not of God and to recognize what it means to repent against them or to turn away from them. And I think that's a continuing thing in, in people's lives to continue to do. It, it's not something that, do you know what? I, I'll, I can just, I can just um, continue on with this. God won't mind. When you know it's, it's actually against God, it's breaking God's heart. Yes. So why would you continue with that if you want to continue with a relationship with God? That's, that's a good Could I say something? Yes, you could. You could. Uh, I've experienced this in my life about your salvation, can you lose it? There was a time when I uh, had a trial at one time and it reminds me of Peter when he was in the boat. When he stepped out on the sea, he began to sink. And that reminded me in a time in my life when I had a great trial and I tried to cope with it by myself. And I ended up, I had to turn to Christ. And like Peter, who began to sink, I began to sink. I stopped reading the Bible, stopped praying, and stopped going to church. And before long, I was far from God. But we never do lose our salvation. God can bring us back. And God did the hard way. He put me on my back. I had a a major operation and it didn't go well at all. So much so that I was ill and I had to send for my family and all. I thought I wasn't going to make it. But God had his way and he brought me through again. And when I recuperated, uh, Anne said to me, Leonard, we'll have to go back to church again. Not that I really wanted to go, but I realized that things weren't right. And this is when I started to come to my villa. And I came to my villa, and when I walked through the door and started to sing hymns, I knew something wasn't right at all. So that time I went home, and I put on a couple of gospel records, which I didn't do for a long while. And before I realized, the tears were running down my face. And I opened my Bible to this. It was Psalm 51, and it says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your infinite love. I'm feeling low, sorry. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. And says in verse 13, I think it is, restore unto me the joy of salvation. And I realized what I had done, and I asked God to forgive me and to restore unto me the joy of salvation. And the next Sunday, when I came to church, I sung with all my heart, for I realized that God had restored by salvation. So you do never lose your salvation if you repent and come to him again. Thank you, brother. Lovely.
great answer. Have you anything else? I don't think I could add anything to that at all, Cindy. No, I don't think <laughs> so. Just amazing. Thank you, Leonard. And um, I, I, I just was the weavers. No one can pluck you out of my hands. This <laughs> is truly what I believe, too. Um, so there's the bell, just on time. Just on time, absolutely. Okay. Like we rehearsed it. <laughs> so um, thank you. Thank you so much. That was lovely. And we need to give you a wee, wee clap.
Well, that last item of praise, uh, how great thou art. Such a well-known piece as we come to recognise God's faithful to us through all that we may do. As we come to take some time now in prayers for others as we come to the end of our podcast, I want to read these words uh, from Psalm 61. The psalmist tells us, Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. As we look to bring our prayers before God, as we recognise the many needs in our world, we also recognise the one who leads us, who shows us that place of certainty, who takes us from the depths of despair, to a place that we can stand and know real and lasting security. Let us bring our needs before God in prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are uh, that God, Lord, who we can depend on in life. And Lord, as we look around the world uh, that we live in, we want to lift up before you those whose worlds have been turned upside down, we continue, Lord, to think of those who are uh, caught up in conflict over these days. And we cannot imagine, Lord, what it uh, must mean to them, Lord, to have to lose their homes, to be taken to foreign lands, uh, to be uncertain about when they may even be able to get home again or even able to see family members again. And so, Lord, we bring them before you, asking, Lord, that you may hear their prayer, that they may know, Lord, what it means uh, to know of you uh, as their refuge, as their strength in these days. And Lord, we want to also lift up before you those who are dealing with ill health through these days, those, Lord, who are uncertain about their future. Lord, we ask that they may have a confidence in you, that they may recognise you as the one who is their guide, and their living hope in life. Lord, we pray for our medical services. We pray for many, Lord, who are dealing with real pressures in their work life. Lord, we ask that you may continue to bring peace, to bring comfort to them in all that they do. And Lord, we lift up before you those who are mourning the loss of loved ones in these days, asking, Lord, that they may know of you as their comfort and their rest in all that they may do. That they may know, Lord, of you as the one who can be trusted in all that they do. Lord, we just lift up before you our country through these days also. As we just take time now uh, um, in this weekend, Lord, to celebrate our Queen and her faithfulness through these years, we look to you as the ultimate king, the one Lord who is faithful throughout. Lord, we thank you for your um, continued, Lord, uh, seeking and guiding us in all that we may do. 
We thank you, Lord, for the promises of Jesus and the joy it is to know him, to know, Lord, of his goodness and his love in all that we may face. Lord, we pray this day, be with us in all that we may do. Help us know continually of what it means uh, to trust in you. And Lord, we pray as we look to come together in your name, that we may know that joy of fellowship in you. That we may know, Lord, of the power it is to come together in the name of Jesus and to understand his glory, to understand what it means to be a body of his church and to have that joy in being able uh, to encourage one another in you. Lord, we ask all these things now in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. May you know uh, the rich promises of the Lord Jesus throughout your lives this week. And let us close with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us this day and forevermore. Amen.